Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I am your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about I would die for you and that is the number four and the letter U because we're we're now into the era where Prince is using his Prince speak. Uh, from Purple Rain? I don't think I should tell, have to tell anyone that, uh, you know, given how big that album was. This was recorded actually live on the 3rd of August in 1983 at First Avenue, and then uh, Prince did some overdubs later on. So when you hear the crowd, that is the crowd from First Avenue in 1983. So if you were lucky enough to be present on the 3rd of August 1983 at First <laughs> Avenue in Minnesota, then you got to have your voice on this record. The album was released on the 25th of June 1984. This track is also featured on the Hits 2, uh, or the Hits the B-Sides, if you bought the, the three-CD deal. Um, the musicians on the track, it's Prince, Bobby Z, Brown Mark, Dr. Fink, Wendy and Lisa, The Revolution, uh, as they're introduced several times throughout the film. Um, a quick 2 minutes 49... Uh, it was released as a single on the 28th of November 1984, where it was a slightly longer version of the song. It was 2.57. And there's a 12-inch version, which goes on for 10 minutes and 15, which I can't say I've ever heard, but I would just love to hear 10 minutes of people saying, I would die for you over and over and over again. Um, and the B-side for it was Another Lonely Christmas, uh, which makes sense given it was a, you know, a late November release, uh, which I will discuss uh, I don't know, in about seven months' time or something, <laughs> when I get to the B-sides. In the film, it appears at one hour and 33 minutes. It's the first encore after Purple Rain has faded out. Uh, Prince runs off stage, uh, feeling that he somehow has failed, despite the fact that the entire crowd was singing along with him. I don't know how he can see this as a failure. Uh, and then he's brought back onto stage by Jill Jones, who pops out to an... Uh, and goes to get Prince to make it clear that everybody actually liked that song, you know? The one that they've just been singing along with for eight minutes. Um, and they, they, they come back out, and um, the version that plays in the film is just slightly longer than the, than the actual kind of album version. Now, I, I will have spoken about this on previous tracks, but when Purple Rain, the album, was put together, it was actually one track shorter than the final release. Um, and so a couple of songs had their, their fade outs kind of brought in to shorten them a little bit. And I Would Die For You was one of those songs that they, they shortened the song just a little bit so that they could fit uh, Take Me With You on the album. <laughs> um, which, given that Take Me With You is probably the weakest track, it seems odd that Prince was like, let's shuffle the, the order of the album around to fit that track on. But he'd, you know, he'd taken it back from Apollonia 6, basically. So, <laughs> so he, he decided to put it on his album rather than theirs. It should, it's worth mentioning that in the extended version um, of uh, I Would Die For You, you have uh, Eddie M., Again, Prince with this naming of people um, uh, doing a bit of a, a kind of jam on, on the sax uh, for a little bit of it, uh, which, you know, was kind of overdubbed later on. It's, it's such a kind of iconic song and its place in the film is like so iconic. Let me introduce you, my guest. Uh, returning once more, Erin Gamble. How Erin? Hello. And, you know, let's talk about the song because it's, it's, it's a straight up kind of um, pop rock song, really, isn't it? You yeah. Know, it's so upbeat. And like, it's funny, actually, because... <laughs> The kind of the phrase "I would die for you" uh -huh. sounds a bit more kind of like tragic than the song really is. You know, the it's song's totally. very upbeat and celebratory, and yeah. very kind of positive. Prince talking about how, um, um, well, I think it's interesting because he's, you know, when he opens up, he's saying, "I'm not a woman. I'm not a man. I'm not something that you'll ever understand." Mm -hmm. I think that's true. I don't think anyone ever really understood Prince. No, um, you know, and and you know, when he talks about he's he's not your lover, he's not your friend. He's 
something that you'll never comprehend. I just love, I love the way he prints rhymes as well. It's yeah. such a great kind of rhyme. <laughs> you know, the, the the whole film opens with, you know, let's go crazy. And, you know, in later years, Prince would talk about how, you know, the elevator was the devil. Um, and he finishes the, the, the kind of the, um, you know, the film saying here that I'm your messiah and yeah. you're the reason why. So yeah. it's kind of an interesting contrast to where the film opens up and where the album opens up. Yeah. Um, you know, especially considering that, you know, throughout the film, um, if anyone has ever seen the film Purple Rain, and I'm sure after Prince's death, a number of people saw it for the first time. Um, you know, the kid doesn't really change that much. <laughs> no. <laughs> From the start of the film, he's a tortured genius. Yeah. At the end of the film, he's a tortured genius who's been proven correct. Yes. Like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. real growth in his character. Um, you know, and I think the the kind of the two encore songs, which are I Would Die For You, which mm-hmm. is immediately followed up. And this is true on the album as well. You know, the next episode we're talking about is Baby I'm A Star. Mm-hmm. Like those two songs back to back, because, you know, that's how I always think of them. You know, that's how you see them in the film. Yeah. Uh, they're a kind of celebration of Prince ultimately being correct. Yeah. But also, you know, they have some interesting ideas. Uh, I think Baby I'm A Star is a little bit more of a shallow song than than i would die for you well the this song i think i mean like to to read it uh you know the lyrics and think about i would die for you it does sound like a romance song right like i like you're someone i'm i'm in love with and i would do anything for you i would die for you but when you really think about it and how prince performs it is it's that it's it's all about him there's like a ton of i statements (laughs) in the song and it and the whole notion of being a messiah like it totally rings true like he's like i'm it's almost like i would die for you the audience member because i'm put we've talked about this in a a previous episode about like speaking to the audience as if they're his lover and i think that this is like his like ultimate i will sacrifice myself for you and this is me sacrificing my my life in the name of of your applause i guess i don't know and i you know when he talks about being a messiah he says you know no need to worry no need to cry of course <laughs> you know on the on the song uh that's where lisa is doing some backing with him so kind of double tracking that so it's interesting that yeah that you know that, that they're both reassuring you yeah that he's going to be okay because he's your messiah yeah and then of course telling the audience you're the reason why yeah uh, that he would die for you so yeah you know um and, and he I, says I, i'm not a human <laughs> Like, yeah, I know. I'm not a human. Yeah, I believe it. I believe you, Prince. Yeah, and when he says, "I am, I am love," you know, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's interesting because as well in the film, you know, uh, as with all the tracks, you know, that appear in the film, there's little choreographed dance moves going on. Um, you know, the reason that that this version is longer in the film is Prince does like a little bit of a kind of like moonwalk in his heels right. across the stage oh, and, the, the camera, and the camera goes onto his feet and you know he's he's doing kind of a lot of synchronized in fact it's interesting because you know this performance in the film it's just prince on the stage backlit basically yeah. um there's, there's not the rest of the band as there is with baby i'm a star and, and purple rain it's just prince kind of connecting with the audience um, yeah. and you know <laughs> doing the little hand signals of yeah. i would die pointing to his head for some reason and then, of course, the four with the U pointing out to the audience. Yeah. Um, something which Apollonia seems to have trouble tracking because she just points to herself and to Prince. And that's as much as, she, that's as, much as she's going to get involved with this coordination of... I can see why she never really made it big 
because you know you have to be able to do more than just two gestures uh, <laughs> if you're going to get on in the business. Um, but yeah, you know, I it's you know it's one of my favorite songs from this album, which you know is basically an album of of favorite songs. You know, yes, um, yes. Purple Rain, such a great album. You know, the fact that when we have that kind of like a bridge where Prince is saying, "You're a sinner," I am told, which I which I like mm-hmm. is it's like he's not saying that you're a sinner. He's kind of saying, yeah. I've heard somewhere that you're the kind of person who commits sins. I think that's part of like Prince's like bitchy side eye that he sometimes gives. <laughs> it's like, you know, that he's like gossiping about you on the side. And I, I like as well when he says, you know, be your fire when you're cold, make you happy when you're sad, yeah. make you good when you are bad. Like Prince is saying, you know, you might be cold. Well, you know, I'll warm you up somehow. I don't think he's going to literally set himself on fire. Um, you know, and, I don't and know. I... He could. <laughs> I mean, this whole song is like a religious experience, and I think that like its placement in the movie and in the album is that like you know the the character of the kid who is is Prince. Let's just be honest, is um, pretty bratty, and like his behavior is hard to swallow sometimes. But then when you get a song like this, which is like okay, like. You have to deal with that side of me, but here's this other side of me where, like, I'm literally willing to lay down my life for you. And this song is, like, such a celebration of, like, okay, you're right. You're a tortured genius, but look at, like, what you're making for me. Yeah. So you're willing to forgive him. And, of course, this song also has, like, a recap of where things are at the end of the film. Yeah. You see you see yes. Prince visiting his, his mom and dad who, That's you know, right. are in um, hospital and you see him do this really. I lo- this is such a funny thing that I just love. He like finds Apollonia's um, earring. Oh yeah, like hoop earring on the yeah. floor while he's tidying up his father's um, pay- like music, and he yeah. just throws it off screen, and then she just catches it because she's already sitting on the stairs. <laughs> and it's such a great kind of I don't know. It's just it's just a like you know Prince is sometimes seen as a bit serious, but it's such a kind of stupid playful thing he's, of him like yeah. He can seeing be this, and silly. seeing this earring and being like, "Wait there, I know who this belongs to," and then just throwing it yeah. away, and then <laughs> Apollonia just catching it while she's on the stairs. <laughs> it's like such a, a kind of silly thing. Yeah. But yeah, I also, I mean, I also like the fact that he's saying, you know, "I'll make you happy when you're sad," yeah. you know, because I, you know, that it's it's kind of almost like he's t- telling the audience, "Look, just listen to all my great music because I'm a fantastic yeah. genius called yeah. the kid." And it'll just yeah. make you happy. He's right. He is right. His kind of declaration that all you really, all I really need is to know that you believe, which is, the I can't help but almost sing it the way Prince sings it because it has yeah. that certain rhythm the way that he says it. Yeah. But, you know, the, the fact that he's kind of like, if you believe in me as an artist, that's all mm-hmm. I need to keep me going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, and kind of turned out to be the case that, you know, the, the kind of the big break that Prince had before this, you know, in, it was 1983, where he didn't he didn't release an album for the first time since the start of his career, which admittedly at that point was only like four years old. Mm-hmm. But then he would continue releasing albums at the rate of like an album a year until like 1998. So, you know, we're talking about the next 14 wow. years of Prince's yeah. career where he's constantly re- releasing music, almost yeah. kind of constantly trying to validate the the kind of interaction between him and the audience yeah. by just putting out so much music all the time. Yeah. Uh, much to the consternation of people at Warner Brothers who would have preferred that he <laughs> kind of kind of reined it in just a little bit and right. kind of didn't didn't release so much music. Uh, but you know, as he says in this song, you know, that that is that's the reason why, you know. 
Yeah. He's only he's only performing these songs so that the audience can hear them. And it, and you know, as is the case, he would die for you. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I don't think I need to say it, but five out of five. Um, oh my gosh! You know, on iTunes, obviously one of the best print songs of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Spin Magazine. This is something obviously that I've covered a few times. Uh, on these episodes, did a 25th anniversary set of covers called Purplish Rain. Um, <laughs> and the cover for this was done by a group called Mariachi El Bronx. And it is what you th- would think it would be, which is it's kind of like a mariachi version yeah. of I Would Die For You. And it's an interesting way to do the song. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm like 100% behind it, but, you know, it was, you know, it was an, in- it was an interesting, you know, it was an interesting cover. Yeah. Um, it adds another level of of energy to it, and you know the band churches have covered it yep. uh, a few times live, and um, and um, I'm going to struggle to get the name right. Haim, 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 Haim. They ha- I don't they... know if it's Haim or Haim. Yeah, actually, I can't yeah. think of it now. I'm a, guessing there's a... myself. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few on YouTube. You can find a few cover versions that they've done, all notably after Prince's death. So I, I didn't can realize only... that. So I can only I can only assume that it that you know they are a kind of tribute to Prince, and when they do it live, they have some purple lighting that comes on, and uh, the lead singer, which I think is Esty, she does the same hand actions from the film that Prince does, uh, and she even does a little bit of the kind of like dancing that Prince does in the film, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of going away from the mic and then coming back to the mic for yeah. the odd kind of line. So. You know, clearly uh, they are fans of Prince, which just makes me like them even more. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's interesting as well that on the album you get I Would Die For You and Baby I'm A Star, which are, you know, the encore songs. And Mm -hmm. then you get Purple Rain to finish off the album. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the film, Prince kind of, I don't know, maybe maybe because he was so used to playing live, he kind of figured that if you're watching the film and you see Purple Rain and you see Billy, the club manager, nodding his head as he realizes that the kid is indeed (laughs) a genius. Um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe after that you need kind of something upbeat to send you home happy so yeah. they kind of they they finish off with two kind of upbeat songs rather than um you know rather than kind of finishing off with purple rain but it's it's interesting I that was, the album kind of finishes off with purple rain i was just reminded of a story this has this has nothing to do with this song but it has to do with purple rain is that when i was in high school i had a friend who she said, like, one, there was one week that she entered, like, three or four different stores, and every time she entered those stores, um, the song Purple Rain was playing over the loudspeakers, and I was like, oh, that's weird, and she's like, yeah, it's weird, she's like, you never, you always just hear When Doves Cry, or or something else off that album, she's like, you never hear Purple Rain, and she was so convinced something bad was gonna happen to her, <laughs> because of that, I don't know, I know that has nothing to do, I was just like, it was an anecdote that popped into my head, and I was like... All right, you weirdo. So, but it's true. Like, I was just thinking about that time and how, like, yeah, you always hear when doves cry, but you don't hear very much else off that album. Certainly not the song Purple Rain, because it is so slow. I think it's because it is, like... Yeah. It's one of the slower ones. Whereas this one, you would hear more often, because it's more of, like, a... It seems like a party song at first blush. uh, But definitely, it's not. And, you know, it's under three minutes. Yes, it's a great... For pop, a like a pop song, pop length exactly, yeah. Um, so I don't think there's anything else that we need to say about this song. So um, I think we should go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Erin? Um, yes. So I host a podcast called Ladies Who Library, and it is about um, 
like library related things, but we always talk about what we're watching, reading, listening to. So it's pretty accessible by even non-librarians. Uh, and you can find us on iTunes or wherever you download podcasts and also at ladieswholibrary.com. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or uh, if you wish to email us for any reason, don't know why you would, but you can get us at PrinceTrackbyTrack at gmail.com. Um, so uh, thanks for being my guest today Aaron thank you this was a pleasure thank you and goodbye